episode of Public Power Now features an episode of Public Power Conversations with APPA's President and CEO, Joy Ditto. In the episode, Joy speaks with Dr. Rachel Nealer, a Biden administration official, about what role public power utilities can play in rolling out electric vehicle infrastructure deployment plans and how public power utilities can best position themselves for EV funding. With that, here's Joy's conversation with Dr. Nealer. Ditto, President and CEO of the American Public Power Association, and I'd like to welcome you to this episode of Public Power Conversations. The Department of Energy and the Department of Transportation's Joint Office of Energy and Transportation recently announced nearly $5 billion in funding to make national electric vehicle charging accessible to all Americans. Under the National Vehicle National Electric Vehicle Infrastructure, or NEVI, formula program, states can submit an EV infrastructure deployment plan to receive a portion of the $615 million allocated to state funding. EV deployment is increasingly important to public power communities. And here to discuss some opportunities in this area is Dr. Rachel Mueller. Dr. Nealer is currently serving two roles as the Deputy Director of Transportation Technology and Policy at the Council on Environmental Quality in the White House, where she advises and coordinates the execution of the Biden-Harris administration's transportation priorities. She also serves as the Interim Deputy Director for the Department of Energy, Department of Transportation Joint Office of Energy and Transportation that I just mentioned. She's previously held positions at Department of Energy, the Union of Concerned Scientists, and the Environmental Protection Agency's Renewable Fuel Standard Office. She holds a PhD in Civil and Environmental Engineering and Engineering and Public Policy from Carnegie Mellon University, so she's a little smart. Um, Thank you so, so much, Dr. Nealer, for being here and for joining me today on Public Power Conversations. Awesome. Thank you so much, Joy. Really happy to be here and talk to you about the new joint office. Awesome. Well, I have some questions to guide our conversation um, and, you know, but we can uh, take the conversation wherever it leads us. So just let's dive in. Um, So first of all, what is the joint office's role in implementing, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, the NEVI formula? NEVI. We call it NEVI lovingly. (laughs) I'm like thinking of it as like Levi. Okay. N-E-V-I the NEVI formula program, and how will it assist states in developing their plans? Yeah, so the NEVI program is definitely something that we have as a high priority in in the the first years of the joint office. But the joint office was actually tasked with nine specific areas of emphasis in the bipartisan infrastructure law that range from the current work on EV charging to examining the utilization of -of right-of-ways for critical energy infrastructure. So we're making plans to address the broader scope However, our immediate focus is on the bipartisan infrastructure law implementation, given the magnitude and importance of these programs to our transportation future. So by statute, the NEVI program, as executed through the Federal Highway Administration, is one of the first bill programs out of the gate. So we'll be expanding our focus in the coming months to provide support for things like the Federal Transit Administration Low No Emissions Program um, to transition the, the the transit buses to electrification, 
as well as the EPA's Clean School Bus Program, which will, both of those combined, will be investing over $10 billion in clean mobility technologies in school buses and transit buses that will be accessible to all. Our job is really to support the successful execution of these programs by providing unifying guidance, technical assistance, and analysis. And the one program that I, I haven't uh, spent time on yet, so you, you mentioned the $5 billion NEVI program, so that's to really build out the backbone of EV charging along our corridors. But we also have $2.5 billion in community grants that will also go out from the Federal Highway Administration that the Joint Office will support uh, implementation. So in general, the Joint Office is helping to broker critical collaboration between DOT and DOE that formalizes a working relationship we've had for years and to provide a one-stop shop for all things electrification deployment. And there's just such an incredible amount of potential for impact, especially when we're working together as a whole of government, but also as a whole of stakeholder on, on really high high lofty goals, such as uh, a vision where everyone can ride and drive electric. It's really great. And I mean, you know, like you said, formalizing some of these relationships that have already been around for a while and sort of having that that view, external view that there is a place to go where these um, these two shall sort of meet is, is an excellent idea. Um, so what criteria is the joint office looking for in, in states EV infrastructure deployment plans? Yeah, so on February 10th, we published in coordination with the Federal Highway Administration um, the uh, guidance to states, specifically around the NEVI program. So you can find that on driveelectric.gov. There's also a state template um, that really outlines a lot of what we're looking for in the state plans. However, that's just in black and white, right? One of the critical things that we're doing is providing this technical assistance and the state one-on-ones meeting with each of the states. Actually, one of the goals of the joint office is to touch every one of the 52 plans before they come into the office by the August 1st deadline. Because we want to make sure that we not only understand what's coming at us for a, for a two-month review uh, prior to our recommendation to the Federal Highway Administration, but we also want to be there step in step with the states working through all of the challenges and barriers to electrification. So just to give you a sense of what's in that guidance and in the state templates, it includes sections on public engagement, including utilities, uh, vision and goals, contracting, existing and future conditions analysis, planned EV infrastructure deployment, the implementation of that, civil rights and equity considerations, labor and workforce considerations, cybersecurity, and program evaluation plans, and any requested exceptions, if any. So really, the the program itself has some guidelines on how we want to see the full program built out, because we want anybody driving up to a NEVI station in Ohio to have a very similar experience to driving up to a station in Nevada, right? We want this to be really uh, consistent and convenient, reliable, and equitable uh, infrastructure across across the country. Well, that's a really great overview and perspective. And and I, I think you might have even touched on this already in, in sort of the expectations of these deployment plans. Um, but what role can public power utilities play 
in kind of rolling out EV infrastructure deployment plans? Yeah, that's a really great question. And while the joint office really embodies this whole of government approach, what's really necessary for success of this national network and the office's goals is what we like to call the whole of stakeholder approach. There's already so much great work happening across utilities, across communities, across the states already in electrification. We really want to be the, the technical assistance and the coordination to connect the dots on that um, and rise all boats. Uh, the bipartisan infrastructure law and agencies are now providing the vision that is needed for an inclusive set of public and private sector stakeholders moving in the same direction in order for this program to work. So this includes utilities along with states, cities, automakers, EV charging service providers, environmental and social justice groups, NGOs, and others. So there's already a lot of this public and private stakeholder engagement that's really you know, we hear a lot from stakeholders that they're just really excited about this opportunity and making real commitments and investments towards a successful deployment of an EV charging, a national EV charging network. So we are, um, this is, this is really a result of all the work that has been put in to electrification up until this point. Now we just have this really great opportunity to capitalize on the investments and the bipartisan infrastructure law to really move the needle. Um, we fully expect the, the states will take a lead in helping to align these perspectives across communities. And community engagement is actually a really key part of the NEVI program. And, and community engagement includes uh, public power associations. And, you know, it, we, we're taking a very broad perspective on engagement and outreach in general. And it is eligible for um, the funds that are going to the states in their planning process. So the Federal Highway Administration will be publishing additional competitive grants. And we also see that as a potential way to, to fund not necessarily the states, but other uh, stakeholders who might be interested in uh, filling the gaps where it's necessary. Well, and, and you mentioned community engagement and public power utilities, right? Are there part of their communities that they serve? Um, and and so they're going to be, I think, really key in bringing forward some of that um, perspective in the states. And um, so I'm glad you mentioned that as well. So, and I think you may have already touched on this too, but um, how can utility, public power utilities in particular, best position themselves for EV funding in general? You mentioned a couple of different programs. So the, the NEVI program, the formula program is going to be a five-year program. And so... Um, I would say start talking to your state DOTs right away. Um, this is um, not only do we have the, the community engagement and outreach as part of the planning eligible funds, um, but we want to build that over time too. And the states are, are required to demonstrate in their plans how they, are, how they are doing that outreach. And we really want the utilities to be a key part of that of that communication. So I would say start talking to DOTs right now if you haven't already. Uh, if you if you don't get it af uh, before the first year they submit their plans, don't worry. There's four more opportunities <laughs> for you to, to, to talk to them and, and be really engaged in this process. But like I said, there's going to be future um, future grant opportunities as well. So the community charging opportunities will be available by um, November 
of this year. Um, the, that will, again, be from the Federal Highway Administration putting out essentially a way for us to fill the gaps on EV charging. Um, while we're building out this backbone of EV corridor charging, we don't want to leave communities behind. We want to make sure that there's support across the entire U.S. for for all for everyone to ride and drive electric. Um, and in order for us to do that, we're going to have to spend um, some some of that 2.5 billion, making sure that we're filling the gaps in between the corridor charging, and and really just ensuring that the the needs are met for for every individual that wants to drive an electric vehicle. Well, how can how can public power utilities keep up with news from the joint office? I mean, obviously here at APPA, we will be providing them information as we get it. But is there any um, other? I know you mentioned the website earlier. Is there are there other ways that public power utilities themselves can keep up with with what you're doing on a daily or weekly basis? Absolutely. The website is a, a great first stop. It's driveelectric.gov. Hopefully pretty easy to remember. Um, and it's something that we intend to keep updated over time. And that is not only for grant opportunities, but that's also for careers in the joint office if people are are interested in joining it, joining it from the, the government side. Um, but you're also able to sign up for a newsletter where we would have some push notifications of, of updates. Um, we're really hoping that in the next couple of years, we'll be able to expand that resource so it really can be one-stop shop for anything electrification. Like I said, our scope is, is really going to grow from um, just starting off in the corridor state planning process and really growing to school bus, transit, medium and heavy-duty electrification. Um, and so we, we're really hoping that we can document many of those resources available from the joint office on that website. So please do stay tuned to that to that website and uh, we'll ensure that lots of updates get, get posted there, including the grant funding too. When that finally goes out, uh, we'll have updates there. Well, thank you, Dr. Mueller, uh, for this great information today. And um, we have our work cut out for us. Our members have the work cut out for us as electric utilities provide, providing highly reliable and affordable service to then electrify you know, the transportation infrastructure, as well as take part in building that infrastructure out. So there are a lot of challenges, but a lot of opportunities, especially working through working with the federal government and the state offices and through the NEVI program, I pronounced it right that time, um, and, and you know, the funding that's being provided, it, these are really big numbers. Um, and, you know, that's important as well, providing that robust funding. So really appreciate that as well. Good luck to you and the important work you're doing. And we'll stay in touch with you and have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much. Really appreciate the time, Joy.